Hello, everyone, and welcome back. I am Damian Richards, and once again, thank you all for tuning in to the third episode of our Multidimensional Wellness Program podcast. Today on this episode, we are going to take a closer look at our second multidimensional wellness modality, which is exercise. I think it is safe to assume that everyone here listening understands what exercise is. It's nothing new. It's nothing crazy. It's nothing, you know, groundbreaking. However, I feel that it's very important that we discuss how physically and psychologically beneficial exercise can be for the person when dealing with stress, anxiety, and depression. And it doesn't have to be strenuous. The following facts we're about to, we are about to discuss were retrieved after gaining access from Cedarcrest College to various scholarly databases, such as, but not limited to, CINAHL, PubMed, Google Scholar, SpringerLink, and more. Exercise is a direct combat to stress, anxiety, and burnout. Exercise allows the body to physically heal from stress and anxiety through the release of endorphins, decreased release of cortisol, which is the stress hormone, and allowing the central nervous system to go from a fight-or-flight state to a place of calmness and peace. During the COVID-19 pandemic, a study polled healthcare workers to identify how they were coping with the work-related stress and anxiety. They documented that over 60% of those healthcare workers found the most stress relief when they started utilizing exercise in their daily routine. One common misconception is that we need that we definitely need to discuss is that many people think that exercise has to be extremely strenuous or overwhelmingly challenging in order to see a benefit. However, for these physical and psychological benefits, that's not the case. You don't have to be in the gym for four to five hours per day or spend more time away from your family and friends than you already do while at clinical or work. I know for me that limited family time that I get with mine is what matters the most. The exercise type that I focused on for this project and found all my research evidence for is something simple and more time efficient than four to five hour gym sessions. The exercise I'm going to discuss is just good old plain walking. In a study on the benefits of walking for stress management in healthcare professionals, a 30 minute walk three to four days a week was shown to release positive endorphins, decrease systolic and diastolic blood pressure, decrease levels of salivary cortisol, and increase a person's feelings of alertness, calmness, relaxation, and overall mood. The sRNA and CRNA community as a whole continues to be exposed to constant stress-inducing stimuli from both clinical aspects of their jobs as well as non-clinical aspects of their jobs. It can seem to be a lot at times. The cost of this combination of taxing daily clinical undertakings along with exogenous stressors such as interprofessional relationships, poor staffing, and lack of incentives to perform has driven the profession into a deeper mental and physical despair. As an overview, guys, I understand this may seem very simple to use exercise to relieve stress. However, it is important that we understand, like I said earlier, that it doesn't have to be overwhelming, it doesn't have to be strenuous, and it doesn't have to be excessively long exercise programs. Again, as I said before, SRNAs and CRNAs are so constantly involved in high-stress situations full of task saturation, etc., that this leads to us constantly staying in this fight-or-flight state. 
I know when I started clinical, I started, you know, uh, it's such a whirlwind of emotions and your adrenaline's always so high. And um, I, I started coming home and I was constantly anxious. I, I had no idea why. And uh, I started to understand that my life was going to be full of these high stress situations. Um, and, and I spoke to someone who was at, out and as a CRNA at this point, and uh, they told me that you kind of have to learn to cope with it because it can either make you or break you. You know, this is why our field has such a high abuse, you know, uh, uh, rate in this war in this country. And uh, something that really led me to search for a new way to cope um, and, a, and a new way to become, you know, a better father and a better husband. And that's what exercise really can allow you to do. Um, it allows the body to restart and reboot in a way that is best understood when you go and you just try it for yourself. Um, this is how exercise works for me. It gives me clarity. It allows me to unwind after a long, hard day of clinical or studying. And it helps me be, like I said, the best husband and father I can be when I'm home. A 30-minute walk three to four times per week is proven to be sufficient to get the benefits that people wish to receive from exercise. Whether this is at your house, in your hospital hallways, in between cases, every SRNA and CRNA who is listening should be able to perform this type of exercise. Now, again, guys, as a disclaimer, I am not discriminating against anyone who works out extensively or does extremely long, strenuous workouts every day. In fact, I'm extremely proud of you guys. You guys have already made this you know, drastic change in your life and are on more of a routine and you most likely are already in a great mental and physical state as a result of this. The reason I chose walking, again, I know it seems so simple, but it was because I wanted to reach everyone. I wanted to reach out to all those people who think they are too old or too overweight or anyone who thinks that it's impossible for them to fit exercise into their daily routine. I want to show them all that we can all start somewhere and we can all get these benefits that will vastly help your physical and mental health. This is a precious, the, time is precious, and, and I know as an SRNA, free time is extremely limited. Therefore, I challenge myself during these hard weeks to at least get those three to four 30-minute walks in during, during the week. Um, overall, guys, the more regularly that people begin to exercise, the more they can build on their strength and endurance and make it more a part of their life. I'm not saying you got to walk and, you know, just do walks forever. That's not my plan. Uh, my plan is to just continue to exercise somehow while in school. And then once I'm out of school and I have more free time, continue to build on that, build on my strength, build on my endurance and just keep getting better for myself. Along with exercise alone, when used in conjunction with the mindfulness-based stress reduction techniques like Dom spoke about in the last episode, I've found that these positive effects are only amplified. In the next podcast episode, Dom and I are going to talk about how we're going to wrap this up. We're going to talk about um, you know, how we use these in our daily lives, how we incorporate them together, and you know the difference that it made for us. And we're also going to talk about different ways and ideas that people can start to make their own multidimensional wellness program and, in, you know, kind of put that into their own lives and hopefully get you on the right track to finding some great coping mechanisms. Well, thank you again, guys, for tuning in. I appreciate it and uh, look forward to seeing you guys in our last fourth episode 
where we'll talk about the rest of our uh, multidimensional wellness program. Thank you. Bye.